Welcome to the Enjoying Album Podcast with me, Chris McArthur Boyd, and he. Liam Withdale. No, it's... Santa Claus. Oh, sorry. Me and... Do you call it Santa or do you call it Father Christmas? Santa Claus. I don't put the T in it. See, that's funny because that's like an Americanism, Santa Claus, isn't it? You think I should call him Father Christmas? Like what? some kind of orthodox pimp? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a sort, this is the sort of thing where if it was English people call him Santa Claus, then Scottish people go, oh, that's Americanized shit. That. That's Americanized shit. Right, right, yeah, I want to be fucking America. Right, but when you guys do it, it's like, oh, Father Christmas is English shit. Father Christmas is English shit. I mean, this is a very Irish country. Right. They does, do call, your, does your dad call him Father Christmas? Yeah. Does he? That's where I get it from. My dad oh. would never have called him Santa. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm like... Wrong about everything? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so Put to, down in the comments, do you call him Father Christmas or do you call him Santa Claus? Yeah, let's get some algorithm. <laughs> well, let's settle the debate. What's this called? Picture of bread roll. Um, maybe we should start doing some That was a great Lemmy sketch when he done that joke. Um, so we are recording this the day after. No, sorry. We are releasing this the day after Christmas. So our mm-hmm. Christmases have been had. Yeah. At time of recording, haven't heard them yet. So who knows? Christmas may get cancelled. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised with these left wing types and the fucking newspaper. <laughs> um, we're political, correct? These days, you can't even say Merry Christmas. You need to say Happy Holidays, even though. You can definitely find evidence that people used that phrase a long time ago. <laughs> oh, you know what? It ha- there hasn't been the um, fairy tale of New York discourse this year. Managed there to avoid has that. been a wee bit of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I'm happy to say this here because this is coming out on Boxing Day. But I'm, tr- I'm going to have to trust you personally not to say this to people until Boxing Day. Okay. And um, we talk a bit about Whamageddon in this mm-hmm. episode coming up. I have been having my own. So, in case you know, Wham again is where you try and avoid the song Last Christmas by Wham until Christmas Eve. Give right? them the benefit of the doubt. Well, some people might not know. Yeah, it's true. Some people already do. Um, I have my own personal version of Wham again that I've been playing, where I tried to get to Christmas Eve without anyone tagging me in the JLS Merry Christmas meme. Merry Christmas! Which everybody says Why, sounds uh, like it does me. Sound like you, yeah. Every year for the last four years, people <laughs> have tagged me in that and sent me to this year. No one has yet. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Which apparently... does sound exactly like you. Yeah, so every year, normally December the 1st, mm-hmm. I wake up and I have four or five different people sending me the meme. Merry Christmas. They've forgotten. Yeah. So screw you guys, okay? See you next year. But it's that way where it's like, I used to always get like, I used to go, man, don't do it for my birthday, man. Don't do it for my birthday. People would throw surprise parties, buy me gifts. Mm. And then one year, nobody did anything. Yeah. And I felt dead inside. Well, I've Do you not feel a wee bit like Oh, nobody's thinking about me in JLS this year. That's great. But, oh, wait. Nobody's thinking about me. I didn't think of it like that. No, you should. Well, I've turned it into a fun game that I can win oh, against yeah. these people. Okay, sure. That's what you should have done. Cling, cling, cling. <laughs> cling, 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 cling. <laughs> um, this week, we are doing a Christmas album. I just wanted to say about um, Fairy Tale of New York. Mm. I know there is the line that you know the F word. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Uh, no, I know there's the F word in it. You're not supposed to say, but I do love the bit where he's like, "I could have been someone." Well, so could anyone. I mean, that's just you yeah. bitch. Oh, hang on. It's like the whole film raging bull put anyone line. You know, I could have been someone. Well, so could anyone. And then what's the next line? Is even just as beautiful. 
It's um, you took my, my dreams from, from me. me. When I first found you, yeah. I kept them with me, babe. I kept them with my own. Stop it. Can't make it all alone. It's I not built just all my dreams around you. It's so not all about song. homophobic slurs, that song. There is genuine art and beauty. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just that the wee guys in my school, when we sang it, a lot of, I do remember a lot of boys shouting that word. So, you know. Well, I remember everyone singing it, but I don't think everyone... When I was at no, school, when it's quite loud, the atmosphere, a lot of guys would just jump in for that word. Yeah, it's kind of gross. I don't remember that because I don't think the kids you were too busy shouting it. I just won't bother finishing sentences, will I? What's, what's the point? On a podcast where we both speak. Um, this week we're covering. What was it you going to say? No, it doesn't matter. No, I know. No, it's not interesting. The Vince Garaldi trio. Um, actually did... neurodiverse, so it's cruel. Oh, uh, fucking hell. Are we? Are we? Okay. Let's just let's go to the episode. Then. <laughs> it's been a great Christmas. This is why people don't like Christmas. Arguments happen. Sorry, I talked over you. <laughs> Christmas comes, but once a year. This is worse than the time my dad got me the Xbox 360 arcade. Oh, enjoy the episode. You're listening to Enjoy an Album, the podcast where two comedians listen to some of the greatest albums of all time. Welcome to the Enjoy an Album live show. No, it's not live, is it? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Here is uh, Rolling Stone Magazine's introduction to Charlie Brown's Christmas by the Vince Garaldi Trio. It's pretty. Just a wee second. Yes. Do you think it's Garaldi or Giraldi? Um, we normally sort of have this argument after the blur, okay, but we well, can have it now if no, you want. No, 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 I, just, I am open to um, you know, suggestions on on that particular front. I just don't want to offend any Italian people. Only all of our Italian American listeners. Um, I love a joint album. Eh? That's the kind of shit they say. <laughs> Enjoy an album. Bellissimo album. My, my favorite fa- podcast. I, my favorite part of Enjoy an album is La Secret Porsche. <laughs> Back in Italy, we had a secret fascist. Yeah. Well, that was the whole thing. Well, a, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Anyway, let's do this episode. It's pretty ironic that cool, laid-back West Coast jazz music designed to advertise the easygoing luxuriance of California living should come to be most commonly associated with poor, little, existentially bum-fuzzled Charlie Brown <laughs> standing around in the falling snow complaining to Linus about how Christmas gets him down. That was one sentence. Can I say something? Mm. I was actually quite bum-fuzzled until I used Manscaper. <laughs> <laughs> Still calling it Manscaper. Official... What is it? Manscaper Manscaping? It's Manscaped. All right, fuck. Jesus. Right, so go ahead. <laughs> and they're not sponsoring this episode, but they will be back. Uh, on. Would you believe that people have actually used our advert and used the code enough for us to be officially sponsored by Manscaped in future episodes? So thank you, dear listener. On songs like Skating and Christmas is Coming, the Vince Garaldi trio nails a perfect balance of buoyant anticipation and wintry introspection. It's become one of the most visually evocative American... Mu- sorry. It's become some of the most visually evocative American music. Said Peanuts creator Charles Schultz, the way they walk and bounce a little bit. He captured that in his music. So that blurb came from a list called Rolling Stone's Top 25 Christmas Albums 
of all time. Maybe next uh, December we can do all, all twenty five. All twenty five. An advent calendar. An advent calendar of that's not a lot of work. Is it? An advent calendar <laughs> of enjoy an album episodes. I'm happy to come in here and every day and record for an hour. For that month, that instead of doing so expensive, instead of me. doing Christmas gigs, by that point the Patreon will be up and running, and we'll be earning a hundred grand a year. I think that's how it works. Is that how it works? Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's a what's funny, Coben? What? Why are you laughing at that? What's so amusing about the idea of us earning any money from this? Um, so, <laughs> well, that's a funny idea. Um, so for the audio listener, I should say, uh, me and Christopher are in our Santa outfits, um, ready. We're Christmas pilled. We are um, crimboed up to the max. Are you a Christmas person? I can I shock you? Mm-hmm. I like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you always been like that. Yeah, I think I've always enjoyed it. I uh, I enjoy Christmas. I I like it more now that I have my own family, <laughs> be that my wife and my dog, mm-hmm. and that we do Christmas on our own. Yeah, and can do whatever we want. Yeah. I always hated Christmas and my birthday. I'm not surprised by that. Why? Because you're bloody Grinchtifer MacArthur Boyd. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? It means you're a grumpy little man. You think so? Yes. Aren't you grumpy? I'm, I think uh, I'm refreshingly bum-fuzzled. <laughs> uh, you're, well, you're not so much grumpy. You are, you're quite depressed though, aren't you? Yeah. You are Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Charlie Brown vibes. Have you, uh, have you seen the, f- the film? This yes. is soundtrack to Yes. When did you see it? Um, I watched it when I was a young man this morning. <laughs> I watched it two nights ago for the first time. Yeah. And he is, he shows up, big, big Charlie Brown, he shows up and he's like, I hate Christmas. I've, got, I've actually got the quote of what, how he, what he says at the very start, um, which made me think of you. Um, he said, I think there must be something wrong with me, Linus. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. I just don't understand Christmas, I guess. I like getting presents and sending Christmas cards and decorating trees and all that, but I'm still not happy. I always end up feeling depressed. Does that ring true for you? It hit me hard when I seen that mm-hmm. on Apple TV a couple oh, of days a couple of days ago. I was like, quite, that's me. Quite a bold opening sentence for a, what is a Christmas special. It's the, that's the genius of Peanuts, isn't it? To put all these existential ideas into. But I was quite a depressed child as well, so it's not even like, oh, it's... Kids having adult stuff. Like, I was fucking suicidal when I was 10. So, you know, I get it. Yeah. Um. So, not really into Christmas then? Nah. Oh, well, I, I would say I didn't like that stuff. And then, no offence to my family, but I had it with my girlfriend, my partner. Mm. And um, I was oh, you can just do what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend, I came home. One day my girlfriend had laid out on, this isn't Christmas, my birthday, but she'd laid out like a... When is your birthday? Don't dox me. <laughs> um, <laughs> people try to get my bank account with this fucking information. Jesus, what was your mum's maiden name? Don't ask me that. Um, <laughs> but like, I came home one day and my girlfriend had like gingham tablecloth on the bed. Gingham style. <laughs> oh, but gingham style. <laughs> uh, she'd done it gingham style on the bed and then she had like spaghetti meatballs for both of us and like red wine. And I was like, I didn't know you could just do what you wanted to do. I thought you'd had to do what everybody else wanted. Yeah, yeah. As is my family's way of celebrating. Anything. Yeah, but that's your birthday, not Christmas. Yeah, but would, I'm just saying I didn't like either of them. And would, then now my girlfriend does, you know, she's a bit more, uh, makes a bit more copacetic, I think is the term. Um, and would you have spaghetti meatballs on Christmas Day? I would love to. Well, you can. I hate Christmas food. I don't like 
Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. I don't like bacon, which is wrapped around little sausages. You don't have pigs in blankets? Nah. I like just pigs. Yeah, okay. But you can have just pigs. No. You can have naked pigs. You would think so. And yet my dad makes... And he goes, oh, I forgot to do ones without it. How old are you? I'm 12 fucking nine. <laughs> and you're saying that as I know how old are you, why are you moaning about your dad's food? And I'm saying... I'm 29. My dad's known me for yeah. 29 years. Yeah, yeah, How do yeah. you not know I don't like bacon or yeah. onions? I, I don't get the bacon thing. Everyone's like, oh, bacon. Oh, I don't think I could be Muslim if you could have bacon oh, wrapped around your fucking Oh, I love a bit cock. of bacon. I love a bit of bacon. And I'm like, I actually prefer a sausage. Yeah, of course. But a sausage wrapped in bacon is goated with the sauce. The sauce being gravy. Do you like gravy? Yeah, I do like gravy a lot. I've been making a shallot gravy for my roast chickens. I've been making on HelloFresh. And yeah. I love shallots. Do you I had like, shallots last night. Actually. Do you like Yorkshire puddings? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big, 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 yeah. You can have them. <laughs> yeah, big, 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 yeah. Yeah, big, 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 big yeah. I um, <laughs> I, I wasn't crazy Yorkshire. about the meat side of the the roast, the Christmas roast, until one year someone said, "Why don't you have this?" And they sent me a recipe for a like a Christmas ham mm-hmm. that you bake in a, a ginger ale. So it's like a sugary ham ale. It's like rum ham for always sunny. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then with a like a, a marmalade glaze. Oh my god, it's fucking What type delicious. of marmalade? I don't know. Like uh, Paddington Bear shit? Sure. He has that. Yeah. My girlfriend thought that. We have a running joke with my girlfriend. Um, I Sometimes people tell me they're running girl jokes that they have with their partners. And I feel like this is a side that you should keep in the house. I don't know if I want to hear this. Would you like, well, I'll tell you what it is and then you can tell me. Okay. We have a running joke that the when you see Paddington wear a marmalade sandwich, it's actually a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah, keep that shit in the house. No. I don't want to know about that. That's not fucked up. It's fucking weird. It's just funny. Is it? Yeah. What did you know about <laughs> Vince Giraldi slash Giraldi? Let's call him Giraldi. Okay. Because that's what I call him. Yep. But if there are any Italianos out there, just let us know in the comment section. Or any Giraldis for that. that, that. Not interested in their opinion. They're biased. <laughs> uh, but if there's any objective Italianos out there, mm-hmm. give us a shout. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did I know about this record? I own this record on vinyl. Do you? Yes. I'm so angry. I have a kind of... <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> why? that's wound me up so much. Why? Because I thought we were coming at this from a similar standpoint this week of it being the supposed classic that maybe neither of us had really listened to, but you own it. You're now, we've got, now we've got diverse perspectives, and that's so important to me. You purposely chose this so that you could have the power in this episode. That's what I think. We don't know. <laughs> the power don't talk about out the for an hour. I won't pick something in orbit, shall Yeah, I? okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you own this on vinyl. Yeah, oh, and, and it's like you know how you like your little coloured vinyls. Mm. I'm talking. Um, the disc is a peppermint, so it's red with the white effect of the peppermint through the background. Oh, oh baby! Right, and you put that on Christmas morning. <laughs> Christmas morning, maybe if me and Sam have a day off together, well, I think we have one on this week. Yep. Um So I'm probably going to stick us on the old record player and very. I, I, how do you feel about and Christmas make out, music? Would you make out to this? <laughs> <laughs> For the audio listener, Chris stuck out his tongue. <laughs> yeah, as he did that noise. Oh, not that one. That's horrible. Chris eating a little sausage. Yeah. <laughs> My dad doesn't put bacon on them. I'm like, I just eat loads before Christmas. Just load up on sausages. <laughs> little cocktail weenies. Um... No, I don't make out to this. 
Okay, good. <laughs> it's not Autumn Sweater by Yola Tango. You're gonna ask me if I um if I if I like Christmas. I music. feel like we might have spoke about this. We did a Christmas album. What was the Christmas? Oh no, we done a Christmas album by a murderer. Yeah. So we were mostly talking about murder. Yeah, yeah. This might be a Christmas album by a murderer. We don't know. Can't wait to find out. I mean, there's nothing. Is he's never been accused of murder officially, but you never mm. know what people have been up to. I like to think people are guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> With regards to Moida. Um, so Christmas album is kind of, Christmas music is kind of, um, it's like, it's, it's very overdone in like December, isn't it? So it's hard to find Christmas music that is not like just everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the music that you can listen to that isn't fucking all over the place, like on in a supermarket. I mean, this is how the whole Whamageddon thing started. I love that song though. It's so sad and... Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Gave you my but heart. the very next day, you gave it away. Gave it away. And this year, to save me from tears, I gave it to someone special. 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 I mean, that is fucking dark. The darkness of it is somewhat counterbalanced by George Michael's lovely hair, isn't it? <sighs> Mm. And the earring And yeah. the tan Yeah Where was he getting that tan He must have to go to Tenerife or something Well not in December Yes Is Tenerife hot in December It's like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so I think it might be Because <laughs> I'm always saying to people Oh I might You know I never go away But I'm always like I might go away for Christmas this year Get away from it all uh, And they're like Oh you need to go somewhere hot And I'm like where's hot And they're like You should go to Tenerife Because it's like I don't Toby, can you look up average Tenerife heat during December, please? Uh, 22 degrees Celsius. Okay, that's quite hot. Yeah. I'll put my hands up. I'll put my yeah. hands up and I'll, I'll admit that I was wrong. Yeah. Can thanks. I say how fucking on it was Coven, by the way? He was Great. already Googling that before I asked. It's Me and awesome. him were talking. It's Geraldi. That's what I've thanks. been saying, right? Vince Geraldi? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I was right. Yeah. The Vince Geraldi trio. I'll put is... my hands up. When I'm right, I'll put my hands up. <laughs> you always get your hands up, yeah. <laughs> Hands raising a Kimbo <laughs> dick. Anyway, I, uh, that's so, a great song. Last Christmas, I like um, you know, Christmas music that isn't fucking everywhere. Is, is my point. So you think this is obscure enough? It is in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in America, it's obviously everywhere. It's one of the top, like, most bought Christmas albums ever. Yeah, but I think it is because it's a kind of uh, an antidote to the I mean I think probably I guess it's an original take but definitely the worst Christmas song of all time is 100% um, Paul McCartney Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time You don't like that? You love Paul McCartney I'm heavily Paul pilled Yeah I know When we done Ram Yeah That's on my top on my Apple Rewind <laughs> Yeah. Apple Music Rewind. And you want him to ram this song up his Paul McCainus. When I was growing up, my family had an album called, like, The Number, The Top 100 Christmas Anthems of All the Time. The Number, The Top 100 Christmas Anthems. Yeah, I know. There was a problem in the printing factory with the (laughs) album sleeve. It was The Number, The Top 100 uh, Christmas Anthems, and that was on it. Um, stop the cavalry. What the fuck? Stop the cavalry. This is such English nonsense. Man. Is that a Paul McCartney? No, it's a it's a number top one hundred <laughs> Christmas anthem. Who does that? This Christmas. Ding 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 ding. You don't know that? 
I think I do. Wow. Here's the thing I want to talk about, right? Mm. I think that in this country, mm. people pretend like they know about Charlie Brown and shit. 100%. There's like a, re- a reverse Mandela effect thing that goes on. Yeah. Where because this is so ubiquitous, that was a word that I said that I was going to say before the podcast, and I'm glad Corbin, I said it. Producer Corbin said that at the start, and you said I'm going to steal that word because it's mm-hmm. so good. This is it's like ubiquitous in America, and it's so a part of like American media, Charlie Brown and Peanuts, that we see it secondhand, and that you get a bunch of people our age going, mm, I used to love watching Charlie Brown when I grew up. Oh, no, you fucking didn't. Nobody watched this. It wasn't even on in this country. Thank you. Just put my privilege on the table. I had a lot of this guy digital channels, mm-hmm. and none of them showed this. This actual the Charlie Brown Christmas film was shown once on <laughs> BBC One. In 1987. Yeah, I looked it up because I'm pathetic, okay? No, but my mum and my gran and all that were always like, oh, Snoopy the dog, he's great. And I'm like, how do you know this guy? <laughs> Where have you met him before? You've never even fucking met him in You your don't life. know him. Yeah. We all like Snoopy, he's cute. But when he started fucking singing and stuff during this, I was like, I didn't know he sang. I didn't know anything about him. Do you know he lives in a house where we yellow bird? The British version of this is the snowman. Right. Which they didn't have in America. And of course, Iron Brew is the famous snowman. Alad uh, Jones is the boy's name, isn't it? He's Welsh. Mm-hmm. His name's Alad Jones. <laughs> oh, his name's Red Dragon. Do you know he's Welsh? Well, actually, that doesn't make sense because Red Dragon's like Hannibal Lecter or something. So he's not. But then Hannibal Lecter is Welsh. <laughs> if you think about it. You've been Welsh filled, man. You think everything's Welsh. No, but. What's his name? Irvin Welsh. No. He's Welsh. <laughs> He's Welsh, man. He's one of the most Welsh guys I know. <laughs> and a landlord. But at the end of the day, fair fucks to him. Um, so um, I only had watched this recently. I hadn't really watched any any Peanuts. You're a big snowman guy, though? Um, I've, it kind of, it's, a, it's a thing that was a little bit before our time, really. So you only really see it in those fucking magazine shows where it's like, 100 greatest top Christmas moments of all time. I remember, it was sitting in the house and it came on the TV and I thought, <laughs> Bloomin' Hell, this is Christmas. After that, only falls in all says Christmas special. It's not Christmas without it. It's not Christmas until... David uh, Bowie's here. <laughs> it's, it's not, uh, I'll tell you what, it's not bloody Christmas until... Is that your David Bowie impression? I was, I was. <laughs> it's not Christmas until. <laughs> What's that? It's David Bowie noise. It, is it? Uh, what is he doing? He's uh, coming. Okay. <laughs> Do you know how Chris David Bowie makes loads of cum noises at the time? Oh. Uh, let's dance. Uh, there we go. That, uh, that, that I recognise. <laughs> I recognise the let's dance bit. I don't recognise the cum noise bit. I'm not a black star. You know, <laughs> that's my David Bowie impression. Um, okay, right. He's uh, not the black star on top of the Christmas tree. My favourite Christmas song, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the famous Murderer Christmas show we did. Mm-hmm. My favourite Christmas We did song. a Harold Shipman Christmas special <laughs> last year. You look it up. I'll tell you, it's not Christmas until <laughs> Big Harry comes on the screen. What are those underneath the Christmas tree? Harry goes, don't you worry about it. <laughs> Dead old people. Um, one of my favorite Christmas songs is uh, "The Darkness" with um, Christmas time. Christmas time. Don't let the bells Don't let the bells in. Yeah. Christmas time. Wow. Yeah. That was high. Thanks. Just let them ring in peace. You've got yeah. bell end. You've got ring piece. What more do you want in the Christmas song? I never got either of those. What? 
And then I got those jokes. That is the whole point of the song. I thought it was just Christmas theme. No, it's a it's, it's a joke about jokes. getting dick jokes in there. Right. Do you, do you like it more or less now? The same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Different, but the same. I think that's pardon me. I think that's one of the great Christmas songs of my time. Well, it's the last one really to be sort of canonized in terms of it's like a Christmas staple. Proper crimble selector. Remember the. You don't hear that these days. <laughs> you don't hear. I haven't heard that this year. That's you don't hear his blackface uh, parodies very often anymore. Yeah. And, and I and I say for shame, get that on in Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's actually hasn't had music playing since the pandemic and then has brought it back now for Christmas. Don't know if anyone... Sainsbury's I'm not, I'm not a Sainsbury's guy. I'm, I'm a Morrison's I'm guy. Sainsbury's guy. They never I'm, stopped. I'm, I'm doing very well. Um, <laughs> you love next to one. Yeah, because I can afford to. <laughs> Thank you. Tell you what I love next to, and I've mentioned this before. Morrison's, Aldi, Sainsbury's, Marks and Spencer's, Home Bargains, and a Tesco Metro. You're spoiled for, spoiled for choice. Spoiled for choice. I've got anything I want. Absolutely. And you, go to, and you go to Morrison's. How yeah, it's the closest. Choice? I'm lazy. Okay. And Except the, the Tesco Metro, which is And it has the, the, the Morrison's Market range. It used to, yeah, until they discontinued it. Oh, for God's sake. So Vince Gerald... I don't actually cook my <coughs> food anymore. Um, I make my own meals. With the help of Gusto. And HelloFresh. Vince Giraldi. Uh, so for anyone who hasn't heard this album, it's like a... <laughs> So we haven't really spoke a lot about this record, but um, it has been twenty minutes. Vince Giraldi, it's like a, it's like jazz piano, right? It's uh, they wanted to get Dave Brubeck to do it, and we spoke about him in the Pavement episode. Yeah, I now know more what kind of what song he does. You missed a couple of notes, I think. That, in the episode that I was trying to do that for you, I was like, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, you, you obviously didn't do a very good version because I listened to it early so I was like, oh, this shit slaps. Oh, Dave Brubeck Quartet, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Take Five. Uh, um, they wanted him to do it. He was busy doing that song for whatever that's in, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got this guy who was kind of like the second Dave Brubeck of like a white uh, jasmine from yeah. San Fran, the San Fran um, jazz scene. So we'd normally at this point have something called Secret Posho. Um, however, we've rebranded it as Nepper Baby, Nepper Nepper Baby. You do it fast and you do it really crazy. Got no money, you got babies, Nepo Baby. Shake, shake. I am so furious. Baby rhymes with crazy. I didn't write it. <laughs> Who it's did? A New York magazine. Oh. New York magazine um, have appropriated our feature and turned it into a Christmas article about fail kids. Excuse me, we've been doing Secret Post Show for over a year. It's not just fail kids. No, but no. you understand. Yeah. It's just a different word for... I can't baby. believe Matt LeBlanc sounds called Pat LeBlanc. <laughs> <laughs> I like you kidding on? Well, it's like uh, David Bowie and Zoe Bowie. No, it's like if it was David Bowie and Raymond Bowie. <laughs> you were like, what? Davey and Gravy. Um, I yeah, Gravy Boy. Gravy Boy. <laughs> You know, his name's Zoe Wowie or something. It's not fucking... No, that's Bob Marley's son. It's called Zoe... Zig, Ziggy Marley. Ziggy Marley, named yeah. after... Who's Zoe Bowie? David Bowie's son. Yeah, yeah. And also the one who directed Moon. David. No. What's his name? Jones. What? Have you had a stroke? What's who's, happening? Who's the guy who directed Moon? And he was David Bowie's son. You've seen Moon. You're a film. I actually have never seen Moon. Oh, you'd like it. I think I would. It's a film. <laughs> I do love films. I'm you a like bit some, of a filmer. Yeah. 
Um, what, fuck, where were we? I've been so confused by that. This is a kind jazz record. Nepo Babies. Nepo Babies, man. So he's, you're saying he's a Nepo Baby? This well, guy? let's find out, okay? I couldn't find much about his parents, <laughs> um, about what they did. Um, his uncle, though, was a guy called, this is a great Italian name, that you can imagine in The Sopranos. Muzzy Marcellino. Muzzy? Hey, it's Muzzy Marcellino. His name is Muzzy? Well, I think that's a nickname, but... That's an Italian, that's an Australian slur for a Muslim person. Well, okay, well, I'm not going to say it again now. <laughs> Good. You go but, there sometimes. But neither of us are Australian nor talking about Muslim people. This is an Italian name. His name is Muzzy Marcellino. Uh-huh. And uh, he was an American singer and musician, um, uh, primarily known for his clear, melodious style of whistling. <laughs> so if that's not a Nepo baby, I don't know what is. You're one of the primary <laughs> fucking whistlers as your uncle. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Nice. No, okay. Yeah. Big, big posho vibes. Um, I, if your dad's big up in the Westland scene, yeah, which not. was huge in San Fran at the time. Well, I know you're saying that as a bit of a joke. <laughs> um, however, his dad was involved in a number two hit. Um, he did the whistling in a version of the theme from The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> That was him? Not the original. That was uh, oh. Ernie Marconi, which was like 20 years before. But did but he whistle that himself? They, uh, I don't know. No. But then they, there was like a version of it which came out in the 60s, which hit number two. And mm. it's actually a very cool version. I mean, if you if you didn't know the film, you would just think it was that. Yeah. Um, and he did a, his uncle did the whistling in that. And it was only held off number one spot by, and it's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Wow. There you go. Our old friends, um, Art Garfunkel and Paul Simon. Um, I'll tell you what, though, I, f- I think it would be a case of Nepo baby whistle ship if your son, if you were the number one whistler in San Fran to the extent that you're, you know, covering Ennio Morricone, mm-hmm. number two mm. in the 70s or 60s. But um, if you were the people who were in that band, Peter, Paul, and Mary, who had that one where it was like, Peter, Paul, Mary, that's, that's the Catholic version of that band. What's that band called? Peter, Bjorn, and John. <laughs> <laughs> I can't whistle, so I just have to go. Can you not whistle? I try to do a sketch about it where it's like these two kind of misogynist guys and I try to wolf whistle, but one of them is just like, shh, shh. I can't do that loud whistle where people put their fingers in their mouth. Yeah. I wish I could do that. That's so cool. Of course, we all wish we could do that. I can't even do normal style. <laughs> shh, shh. <laughs> So that was the whole sketch. Was kind of like a game. Imagine one day you get like called in for a big Hollywood audition and then you nail it. You nail the part and they're like, okay, Christopher, we think you're ready for to be the next James Bond. Just try this last scene where you whistle over a waiter. It's very integral to the plot. Have, you, have I not told you about this? And, you go, <laughs> and they go, I'm sorry. We're going to have to go with 80 year old Idris Elba instead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um. <laughs> Stop eating that, Idris. You know. <laughs> I've been eating it for four years. You've never reacted well. <laughs> Did I not tell you when I this that happened to me? The whistle thing. Really? Oh God. I get I get during lockdown. I got an audition for a Netflix TV program where I played the top, top boy. Was it? Now <laughs> <laughs> it was more suited to me. Um, I was I got called in for a Netflix audition, a self tape for the role of a child's skull floating in a jar of fluid who was like possessed by the, the child's soul. 
Right, what was the what was the show? Some Netflix thing. It was like, oh, spooky kids or something. Right. I, think, I think I signed an NDA. I'm probably not supposed to talk about this, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, okay, first scene, the the main character brings your skull into the catacombs because mm-hmm. you're a skeleton. You're fine being in the crypt. So you're like whistling a John teaching from the 1800s. So A, I had to come up with a song for the 1800s. I know I'm a muso. Yeah, but I don't yeah. fucking know the popular songs of the 1800s. I did look up 1800 songs and then I couldn't whistle. So I just hummed it. And I think that's why I didn't get the part. Yeah, probably. Because you were humming some fucking but, 1800s you know, version of God Save the Queen or something. I've genuinely nearly been in a fucking Hollywood thing, but then couldn't whistle. Damn it. Shh, shh. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's cool that um, Big um, Muzzy um, Geraldo was... Muzzy Ma- 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 Marcellino. Um, he went to a normal high school, so no posh show. Although, get this. The fun fact I found on the way mm-hmm. is uh, he went to the same school as Jeffrey Tambor, right? Cancelled. Yeah, cancelled. Um, who was in Arrested Development, which make common use of a song from this. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. They used the, the sad Snoopy motif. Regularly throughout the series, Michael Sarah sort of shrugging his shoulders and walking off sadly as they go, cling, 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 cling. So I wonder if they knew that they went to the same school and had some involvement in it being, you know. Jeffrey Tambor was probably using the anecdote in between um, whatever he was doing. Take, filming takes. I only learned recently from a tweet, Arrested Development. Oh my God, me too. You saw the same tweet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, they worked in development and they got arrested. That's why it's called that. <laughs> You're like, holy shit. Not just that, though, but they, they have, they're quite childish. Well, that I understood that <laughs> aspect of it. <laughs> that, yeah, I got that bit. Yeah. That's what I did get. But, but it has two meanings. also property developers who got arrested at the start. It means two things. Yeah. Very clever program. Um, he was what Vincent Geraldo um, was a cook in the army in the lesser spoken about Korean War is how I've written that for some reason. <laughs> I was going to quiz uh, one of my ideas when I haven't done quiz in a way. I was going to give you a quiz on things about the Korean War. Well, actually, <laughs> well, I've listened to Blowback series three, which is all about the Korean War. Oh, so, um, is that a sex thing? No, it's a very good um podcast. Tell you um, what. I tweeted the other day because I was looking at Korean War. Can I come up with stuff to talk yeah. about? Did you watch MASH? <laughs> I didn't watch MASH. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I tweeted that because I was looking through the list of people who died in the Korean War. And it's like a lot of Korean. That's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> a million, or well, nearly two million Korean people if you put the two yeah. parts of Korea together. Which you shouldn't. That's what it was about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, there was loads of like people who joined in. There was one Indian guy died in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just one. And I was like, how gutted would you be if you were the one Indian guy who died in the Korean War? Or, or you'd be like, great. I mean, what did he do? Did he did he, did he he die to save a billion other Indian people? Well, somebody people? tweeted me. Yep. They said, uh, oh, by the way, the Indian dude who died in the Korean War was a comedy writer, man. Wrote for the Merry Magazine of Madras. Joined the UN. Hit a landmine. Could happen to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> Korean War comment of the week. <laughs> I couldn't find Private any. Um, you, I didn't find any YouTube comment of the week this week because every uh, single comment under all of these peanuts Christmas videos is just 
Uh, my grandmother used to love this. She died an hour ago. <laughs> R.I.P. Grandma. So, you know, yeah. it was just a hundred different versions I of I forgot that. we did that segment this week, so I didn't get in for it. But that's an interest. But I unhinged Wikipedia um, thing I noticed of the week, for sure. Yeah. Um, so unhinged this... Wikipedia thing <laughs> I noticed of the week. Um, so what do you think of the album? Should we go through it track by track? Well, I was going to say when you were mentioning, because I said at the start, I don't think I finished the thought, which is an issue I've had my entire life. Mm. Um, but one of the things I like about this record and these songs compared to most Christmas music is the deep melancholy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Some of it is very upbeat. You know, skating's quite kind of like, uh, you know. Um, and then Linus and Lucy is quite like great, but the Christmas time is here. It's all tinged with sadness, mm-hmm. togetherness, but sadness. Yeah, where it's Christmas, we are here. Life is meaningless. Well, that's what Christmas is all about, isn't it? It's the pagan festival of the solstice. You're the uh, most Charlie Browniest person I've ever met, Charlie Brown. I'm the most Christopher McCarthy boyiest person I've ever met, Christopher McCarthy boy. And that Charlie Brown, I mean, it is sad as well, isn't it? Like the whole point no, of that, that um that Christmas special is that Charlie Brown, in order to feel more Christmassy, d- agrees to direct the Christmas play, mm-hmm. and then he brings a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and all of the kids. That's the worst fucking Christmas tree I've ever seen mm. Charlie Brown You stupid fuck Everybody hates him Yes And he leaves mm. With the Christmas tree And he's bald And he's bald <laughs> And so he leaves And then they chase him And then when he's inside, inside sad They do up the Christmas tree mm-hmm. To make it look like Quote unquote A proper Christmas tree And then they're all yeah. happy I'm like What's the message here Bullying works it's like that bit in the Breakfast Club where they take the the cute golf girl and they make her hot, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, so that's what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to want to fuck the nice, sexy Christmas tree. Yeah, that's no Christmas is saved. I want to. I wanted to fuck it originally. I want to fuck the goth Christmas tree <laughs> without any leaves, any foliage. Yeah, um, don't know what that is, but it's. Kind I have of... a really shit Christmas tree. We got a fiver from a no no closed pound shop. <laughs> what it sounds like. They... They charge you five times. They bumped me, yeah. 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 Fucking seen you coming a mile off. Yeah, misconception. A lot hey, of seen you the coming shop. a mile away, Charlie Brown. <laughs> um, a lot of things in the pound shop that cost a pound. It's remarkable that the that half an hour special, like, produced this longer than half an hour Christmas jazz album. Like, each of these songs is only really features for like a minute max, apart from Linus and Lucy, which they have like an extended scene to basically celebrate the goodness of the song well there's the skating scene at the start but they're all skating mm-hmm. and um snoopy bullies a lot of people um and then there's the bit where they're doing the play and they play linus and lucy like eight times mm-hmm. and then there's the bit where um what's his name schroeder mm-hmm. is playing the the, the, the piano. Beethoven. he plays the piano the Beethoven bit which is a low point of the album if you ask me um, well, interesting. I've got some something to say about that, but what, let's do track by track. So, it starts the album starts with "Oh Tannenbaum, Oh Tannenbaum," an instrumental version of that, yeah, yeah, um, which is just like an old. So, it's like a, it's an album. Of, it's a mix of Christmas standards mm-hmm. and uh, Peanuts originals. So, it starts off with "Cling, cling, 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 cling," which is like, oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> This is like a slow, sexy jazz version of Christmas songs. Yeah. 
Um, and then we have um, What Child Is This, which is a Christmas version of Green Sleeves, which I've sung <laughs> on this podcast many Here's times. Here's the thing, right? A perfect you introduction to this week's episode of Look at the art and we rate the art of the album art. Is it good or fart? See if the way I feel when you do that is the same way you feel when I do mine. I'm going to stop doing mine. <laughs> As in, you think it's good, a good feature of the podcast and you like doing it. So, I mean, yeah, it's quite hard to judge this, isn't it? Because it's just the three mine, of them. Mine has a, a red uh, ring around it. Um, Your what does? My bum. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, that's a boo-hoo for me. <laughs> um, I don't like how his t-shirt's orange, it's supposed to be yellow. Yeah, okay. So for the audio listeners, we're, we're staring at the album sleeve. Um, I love Snoopy being shots. up on the top of it because um, he's not supposed to be there. <laughs> Snoopy is the star on the Christmas tree as Charlie Brown yeah. and Lucy and uh, Linus dance around the tree looking happy. Which yeah, everybody always likes him off for being bold, but Linus is here. I mean, that's going to go bold that's as, as well. That's as well, isn't it? What is, what is in the water where they're living? I feel it's, like Charles Schultz has positioned these children next to some kind of Chernobyl-esque disaster yeah or he's, his own baldness has given him trouble and he can't draw anything that has good hair I just want to say again if people call me bald in the internet I'm going to kill myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bald wow that's the you're the Charlie Browniest person I've ever met Charlie Brown uh, but yeah I mean it's a nice cover I think um, I think it would make a great addition to anyone's record collection apart from Christopher's who already has it um, why are you pissed off about this? I just I why would I not pick albums already like for this? I now that I'm in charge of picking the records, I thought it was missold what this was. I thought it was going to be like <laughs> a mutual discovery. I fucking sent you a picture last year of me holding this record. Do you think I look at the pictures you send me? You should. I'm worried it's going to be your red ringed bum hole. Yeah, it's red. Um, my little drum. It's like a boss of bossa nova version of Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> I love that noise. Whoa. <laughs> okay, Dot Cotton. <laughs> what? Uh, you, went, you went, I love that noise. Yeah, I just done a drum thing. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. And then we go to the main, the biggest one of the, the, the album, Linus and Lucy. You know what I love about this? Is that prior to this album, in an interview, Geraldo said. Geraldi. Geraldi said. I call him Geraldo. We're all friends. Don't call him Greg Geraldo, the deceased American New York comedian. I don't think I'm a great piano player, but I would like to have people like me to play pretty <laughs> tunes and reach the audience. And I hope some of those tunes become standards. I want to write standards, not just hits. You know, Linus and Lucy is a jazz piano standard. Shit is, man. How beautiful is that? You got what you wanted. Absolutely. I watched a good little um, sort of 10 minute uh, music theory video about Linus and Lucy that breaks down why it works and what and makes any, it so good. And from it, you like? Yeah, yeah. It's got the. It's got something called Rondo structure. Rondo. <laughs> yeah, El Rondo. It sounds like a Mexican wrestler. Have you played Castlevania Rondo of Blood? No, no. <laughs> Is he? They, they do a lot. They do Aria of Sorrow, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo. So it's like you know music thing. Do you need to clear your throat? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I done param. I mean, never fucks your throat. Have you ever done a param? Param. I can't. I can't curl my arms. Huh? I can't curl my arms. Try it. Param. Like I can't. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why can't you whistle? Is it English? Well, you, why can't you whistle? Shh. 
So like when I'd love to be able to do a good impression of like a good Scottish like R curl, but I can't do it. Curly Welly, Shelly. I can say curly Welly, but I can't say curl. I can't curl my arms. I don't know how you do that. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? You can't whistle. No, but it's the same it's thing. It's a cultural thing. <laughs> You've lived here long enough. The, ro- the rondo structure. Is your tongue too big for your head? It actually is. You know that. I'm tongue-tied. The front of my tongue is attached <laughs> to my gums. Did you that. not know that? The front of your tongue's attached to your gums? This is how far I can poke my tongue out for the video listeners. For the audio listeners, just imagine not very much. God, your poo wave. It has its other uses. <laughs> because it goes wide. Look at this. Wait, but who's... I don't want to go in here. <laughs> I can cover more surface. <laughs> the implications of what you're I saying is... I am so sorry, yeah, everybody. Rondo structure. <laughs> what is it, the rondo structure? Well, it's kind of classically uh, what you would know from a pop song in that it's kind of like a, a, a mixture of hook and, and verses. So in, in um, Linus and Lucy, it starts mm-hmm. off with the... Um, how does it begin a bit go? yeah so that's like the chorus and then it breaks off for some improvisational jazz but it always comes back mm-hmm. to that and it does that three times so if you listen to any you know normal pop song it has verse chorus verse chorus verse bridge chorus mm-hmm. this has is that in in in, but in classical but in jazz yeah and yeah. and that's why it works so well because you have the sort of recognizable refrain and like as listeners we find comfort in things that we recognise. Yeah. But then we don't just want to listen to that because that would get boring. So no. then it sort of mixes it up with the other you thing. you got to go away to come back. Absolutely. As Josh Homie once said. It's interesting you say that about the Rondo structure because uh, I remember one of the first times I read about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because, do you remember when Kamazi Washington mm. released the epic, the three-disc jazz odyssey? He was the it was the saxophone player on... Um, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar. I have um, Kamasi Washington on vinyl. Sick. This album? Just, um, I don't think it's this no, album. No. Anyway, he has a song on this record called uh, Leroy and Lanisha, which is a kind of Afro-black futurist reinterpretation of Linus and Lucy. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that fucking slaps. And it's nine minutes long. Wow. And it has the same kind of tone of piano. Okay, and it, it has the same. I was just, it's interesting because I didn't know about the Rondo stuff you were saying, but then I was just kind of listening to this, and I don't know why, but I clicked view full lyrics mm. on an instrumental song, and it shows me. So it just goes like, here's the intro, chorus one, head, then a trombone solo, then another trombone. It's solo. how much it slaps that you get head halfway through. <laughs> you know how good you have to be at the fucking saxophone to get someone to give you a blowjob halfway through. Get that guck guck compilation. <laughs> um, the <laughs> trombone solo in a tenor solo and it's just but it always comes back to this reinterpretation of Linus and Lucy there you are that, yeah. and also a very famous rondo structure is in is in Fur Release the oh. mo, the uh, Beethoven um, track that is later on so this is like that's why that's included because mm-hmm. this is like a sort of modern reinterpretation of Fur Release by, by yeah. Beethoven the things you learn on YouTube, huh? I've learned this. I learned how the fastest way to peel a carrot. All sorts I learned of things. how to do teppanyaki tricks. Teppanyaki tricks? Did I tell you when I met that teppanyaki guy? And no. he was doing all that. He had the little spades, the spatulas. Is this for um, up for it? It was for a TV program I used to be in. Yeah. Uh, 
it's BBC Scotland, but still. And um, <laughs> this guy was like chopping up all the mm. um, vegetables and little bits of chicken and stuff. And, and Roscoe caught like, an egg in his Roscoe head. Roscoe caught. Did I tell you what happened with that? Roscoe. I was getting a taxi the other day, right? Mm. And uh, the the taxi driver goes, oh, "Do I recognise your face for somewhere?" And I was like, "Oh, maybe do a bit of stand up." He was like, "It's not that. Have you been on any TV programs?" And I was like, "Oh, I used to have a thing called up for it, but they cancelled it." And he went, "Oh yeah, you're that daft boy in Alaska." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." And uh, he's read the blurb. And then he just kind of sat there for a bit, and I was like, "I don't know why I said this, but I was like, yeah, it wasn't very good, was it?" <laughs> And the guy went, oh, you know you've said that? No. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's like, I don't like it. That's outrageous. He was like, it's just daft shit. Fucking anybody can flip an egg in their hat. <laughs> Clearly not, because only Roscoe managed to have you three. That was the whole point. Well, I said to him, I was like, listen, man, say what you want about the programme, but I can't believe I said that to the taxi driver. I said, say what you want about the programme. It's well, not easy to catch an egg in your <laughs> And then we didn't speak for the rest of the journey. <laughs> you know, the first thing that guy did when he got home that night, put his tape and Yankee hat on, catching an egg in his hat. Wife, what the fuck are you doing, Brian? Yeah, I've I've got a catch an egg in my hat. <laughs> well, anyway, when I was recording that, I was talking to the tape and Yankee guy. I was just having a cigarette outside with him. Mm-hmm. Um, was he like flip, flipping up the cigarette and catching it in his nose? <laughs> it's a mouth little ashtray in the top of his hat um, and I was like where did you learn how to do that tape and yankee stuff I thought he would have went to like a dojo or something like some a kind dojo of, yeah <laughs> some f- a tape and yankee dojo yeah wow tape and yankee dojo sounds like a fucking great anime man I would watch that sounds like a great uh, soichi tarada trick and um, he was doing all this shit and then um he was doing all this stuff, and I was like, "Where'd you learn how to do that?" I thought it was a dojo, and he was like, "YouTube." Man. Yeah, everything. So he just sat down on YouTube for three hours with some spatulas and some rice, mm. and just sorted it out. And I respect that. It makes me wonder why can I not learn how to fucking edit a podcast? Well, that's all on YouTube as well. Yeah, you you literally just have to watch it. Yeah, I can send you the videos. Yeah, go for it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> There's also, there is, um, oh, hang on, sorry, Linus and Lucy. What a song. Giraldi made it. Mm-hmm. He phoned up Lee Mendelssohn, who produced the Christmas special yeah. and many other Peanuts TV shows. Yeah. Phoned him saying, I've just made the coolest fucking Christmas thing. Um, and Lee Mendelssohn was like, all right, I'm going to come over to the studio because I know this is going to fucking slap. He's like, no, I need you to hear it right now, so don't forget it. Mm-hmm. And then played it to him on the phone. Yeah, I heard the guy was like, I don't want to hear it for the first time over the phone, I want to hear it proper. And he was like, no, mm-hmm. you're hearing it over the phone now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't actually, it's not really a Christmas song, Lance and Lucy. It's more, they were putting music together for a documentary about Peanuts. And there was loads of celebrities talking about how they liked it. Mm-hmm. And then um, the studio heads were just like, nobody gives a fuck. No one wants to see grown-ups talking about this kids show. The whole point of the kids show is that it's just kids. There's no grown-ups in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If all, the, if all the adults were talking heads in the documentary, but they were like... <laughs> I'd be like, that's cool. You think that's what they sound like? That is what they sound like. Really <laughs> pre- no, it sound like that. What's a better impression, Corbin? <laughs> Nailed that. More like me. <laughs> 
Just because it's, yeah, he's ubiquitous, Colby. <laughs> he but, sure is, man. But just because your tongue's too big or small for your head doesn't mean that you can't do the right noise. Vote in the comments on the YouTube, on uh, on the YouTube, uh, who does the best uh, adults in Snoopy impression. is better. Lee Mendelssohn. We're going to play it. He, I, I don't think we can no, play, we can't it, really no. play it. Okay. Um, Lee Mendelssohn died on Christmas Day. <laughs> Which seems very appropriate. R.I.P. to a legend. Two years ago. Sorry for laughing. I just got a shock. Um, and so the the song Christmas time is here. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote the lyrics to that, Lee Mendelssohn. <laughs> after he heard the song, cling, 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 cling. And was like, we need to get some lyrics for yeah. this. Someone should be talking about where Christmas is. Yeah. <laughs> but then they forgot to actually get someone to write lyrics so he wrote the lyrics on the back of an envelope yeah in 10 minutes they do sound like that don't they um time for lots of cheer but that's, another, that's like a christmas standard as well yeah so that's pretty cool so it's doing like the bells end and it's about dicks apparently also written in the back of an envelope in 10 minutes yeah yeah um also the lyrics to this song that i'm about to play basically i wanted to do um Tattoo woohoo, tattoo boohoo for this guy, Vince Garaldi. Yeah. Couldn't find any shirtless photos of him though, which is always an issue. This is one of the issues with Instagram not existing <laughs> in the 60s and 70s. Why did they not have Instagram? So, but I did notice that he had a couple of nice mustaches throughout his career, different styles. Yep. And I thought, well, we could just do the usual, um, doesn't have a tattoo. Or I thought, why not do as a Christmas treat. Okay. Mustache woohoo, mustache boohoo. Uh, okay. <laughs> Doesn't really work as a yeah. plan. But I came up with a title and a song. Christmas bells over it. No, no. What? Cling, 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 no, 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 no. It doesn't go to that tune. It's not a mashup. Just shut up for a minute and a half while I sing this, okay? Sorry. That was aggressive. A minute and a half. I fucking worked on this song. Sorry. (laughs) With two guys reviewing mustaches, we're gonna Google image search and then we'll ask if it's mustache woohoo or mustache boohoo. We're judging the tash, yeah, that's what we do. Do, do, do. Porn star or horseshoe, Van Dyke, Fu Manchu, you pick the design, is it bad or just fine? Pencil or wispy, Hitler don't kiss me, you cannot hide, and we will decide if it's mustache woohoo or mustache boohoo, yeah. Genuinely good. Genuinely good. It's the same. It's not exactly the same. You wrote new rhymes for it. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, that was the most research. I've Hitler don't week. kiss me. Hitler don't kiss. I should have done the hand. Don't kiss me. I think more songs should say Hitler don't kiss me because nobody should be kissing that guy. I saw um, Mummy kissing Hitler last night under <laughs> I the saw mistletoe. Mummy fucking Hitler last night. Whoa, it's going with this guy's life. <laughs> Um, so I got- saw Harold Shipman's Christmas special. <laughs> he was fucking Hitler underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get these mustaches up. Okay, so uh, I'll describe them for the. Uh, so the first one is your sort of. Uh, it's, it's like reclaimed by hipsters, pointy, waxy mustache, right? Very twiddly, smoothly. Wearing quite similar glasses to me, actually. I've always kind of fucked with the 
It's a San Fran jazz aesthetic, I think. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's definitely fucking with that aesthetic and defining it. This is uh, maybe the type of moustache that you would have if you were a train conductor. Yeah, or uh, uh, someone who liked to tie women up on train tracks. <laughs> if you were Dick Dastardly, mayhaps. Yeah. yeah. It's quite a Dick Dastardly. But I think, do you know what? He's put the effort in. He has a, jet. He has a children's jazz conductor. Yeah. I have a moustache like that. Uh, if you I, want. I'm, I'm not crazy about it. It, it just it wants to be two moustache, two different styles of moustache. Crazy. Crazy for moustache. It's like a goatee with a twiddly bit. You know what I mean? Go it's for not one. It's a goatee like a twiddly bit. It's a decision. Sorry. What's, what's it called when it's just the top bit like a, like a biker has? It's a, a, it's a Van Dyke. No, Van Dyke's got a little strip. Either way, a handlebar. It's like a handlebar. That he's twirled up. That he's twirled up. It's like an ornate handlebar on an old-fashioned bicycle. Uh, yeah, like a chopper. Yeah. He's got a chopper. I'm giving it a woo-hoo. And I'm going to stop touching the screen. Don't touch the television. Touch the television. Um, I'm giving it a boo-hoo. Go for chopper or twiddly. Okay. Never the twain shall meet. Let's see the next moustache. What do you about that? Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Are you rethinking? Yeah. This looks like he's... Appraisal. I don't believe it's the same man. It's the same man, isn't it? First off, he's wearing sunglasses that look like they've been attached for a thug life meme. <laughs> um, like, they, they look like they've been photoshopped badly on. Se- secondly, like again, the problem is he's not, he's committing to two styles at once. I don't think he's doing two styles. I think... I was looking at this, I was like, why is it so uneven? I think this side's actually tucked into his shirt. I don't think you should be able to tuck your moustache into your shirt, full stop. I think that is, that's a rule. Agreed. The, boo, that, boo-hoo. That, there's a Christmas standard from me. Yeah. Um. Next, yeah, that's a boohoo from me. I was looking forward to this. No, what would you think about that? That's the same one. It's that's not, the first it's one. It's, it's another handlebar it's with thicker. a twiddly. It's just thicker. It's uh, different. He's made the decision. This looks a lot more like you as well. This. I love this guy. <laughs> I think he's a handsome guy. Get good style. There's, I always have a moustache if I could. I was looking one. forward to um, writing his moustaches, but I think they're all bad. Is this a boohoo as the well? What the fuck is wrong with you? You heard. You heard. I've said it. I've said it out loud. I'm not. I'm not giving it woohoo, boohoo, woohoo. I'm bookending the bad boohoo middle moustache with the two nice, properly oiled, curly whirly moustaches. I'm giving it a boohoo, boohoo, boohoo. And uh, that reflects how I feel entirely about Christmas. <laughs> no, it's not true. I like Christmas. Um, fucking hate it did you enjoy the album I, I loved it this album has come straight in and moved up to number one in my um christmas albums to play like this i know now every christmas uh-huh. i'll be sticking this motherfucker on you're gonna get down a vein whilst we yes i will and whilst we're yeah. playing like board games or whatever we decide to do or christmas, christmas dinner maybe i'll put this on over christmas dinner yes it is melancholy i like melancholy music i'm a sad boy sometimes yeah i don't want to be too happy please uh, i don't want mariah carey up in my shit every christmas i just think i know a lot of people have you know fucking mendelssohn's what's the name of the guy who's dead 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 guy dead 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 dead, dead guy um peter mendelssohn peter mendelssohn <laughs> <laughs> no lee mendelssohn did you know peter mendelssohn went mental in the 90s <laughs> he tried to kill tony Blair. <laughs> lee mendelssohn yeah lots of people look christmas is tough for a bunch of people Okay, including Tony Blair and fucking Peter Madison is trying to kill you. Um, but this is uh, this is a beautiful album all the way through. It's like it, it has um, when you think of jazz generally. Maybe this is a, my own naivety, uh, musical naivety. But I would think of like you know, 
High, high brass, you Me know? Too. To say that, okay. What, you, you don't just think- just such a broad spectrum of music. I, I understand that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think most people's go-to, if you would describe jazz, they would they would pick the saxophone like or something. Like John Coltrane? Well, yeah, that's what most people would think. Do you know what I yeah. mean? But jazz piano, you know what I mean? Beyond this. I think people would hear jazz and go, like the, the, the fucking... Or, 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 or bass, maybe. I don't think many people would instantly go, oh, yeah, jazz piano. That's why, how many, how many famous jazz pianists can you name versus how many famous... Jazz brass instrument people, can you name? And that's my point, okay? I don't know what you're talking about. So all I'm saying is that the jazz piano fucking bangs. Yeah. It's fucking cool. <laughs> it's good, yeah. It's a cool album. Yeah, it's like sad, it. but it's happy. It's Christmassy, but it's not. Uh-huh. It's melancholy, but that's good. If um, you like hearing us talk about jazz, please go back and listen to the Alice Coltrane and Pharaoh Sanders Journey in Satchel and Andan episode. It's one of the least listened to episodes one of my favourites. Yeah. We talk about sexual abuse in a yogi cult. That um, that episode of this podcast is the unloved Christmas tree uh-huh. of the Charlie Brown Christmas special. That you want to fuck. That I want to put my little digging balls in because that's how I do it. Oh. Both. Jesus. There's room. Um, did you enjoy the album? Yeah, I love this record, man. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. It's very sad that it's just... I was walking home in the snow the other night from gling, the Glasgow gling, stand. Gling, gling, um, gling. And I was just like... Gling, gling, gling. Gling, I haven't done any Christmas gling. shopping gling, gling, yet. Gling. And it's like gling, 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 four days gling. till Christmas. And I hate Christmas. It's so stressful. There's no sun. Gling, 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 gling. I just like... Not cut myself, but like attack gling, myself. Gling, gling. I hate it. But then a song cheers me up and it makes me look forward to Christmas. Gling, gling, gling. Did you like the little soundtrack added to your sad story? I feel like you were really listening. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. Um, uh, every week we add a song. Two songs each. A song from the album to the ever growing Enjoyed Album playlist. I'll be honest, I haven't updated my version of it in a while. Yeah. Maybe as a Christmas present to me, you could do it. Um, and we add a song each inspired by the conversation that we have had. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what are we putting on from the album? Well, I think I'm going to put on, um, the Christmas time is here instrumental version. Didn't like the fact there was two back to back tracks. That was the normal one. Then instrumental. I've heard the song. Yeah, that, well, that's a it's a, a a a result of the old flipping the record thing, isn't it? Even then, it would still be back. I mean, it know, would still be next to each yeah, other, but that's yeah. like that's what we're supposed to like. If in. anything, if you listen to side two, then side one, that would properly bookend the record, which is what they should have done with the track listing. Yep. So, I don't know what I mean by that. So, when Christmas time is here, instrumental. Uh, I'm, I'm on Linus and Lewis, Lucy. Uh, Linus and Lunacy. Famous reflection of madness. <laughs> And uh, and my he was a lunatic with that wee blanket. I'll tell you that much. The inspired song that I will put on is uh, old good old Muzzy Marcellino's cameo in the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly uh, cover from the early sixties. Oh, you, you. We should do an Morricone episode. I love <sighs> the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I'm, I haven't watched it in years. I might watch that on Christmas Day. <laughs> you know, people say the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly isn't a Christmas film, but it is. Set. You don't have to watch Christmas films on Christmas Day. You can Shoot. watch any film you like. That's the beauty of doing your own Christmas. You can do what you want. 
can do what you want. Good about uh, good about and ugly is three hours long, so it's hard to find a day when I go. I'm going to sit down and watch this, but I absolutely love that film. They covered it on now defunct. I think what's the script? You uh, work about two hours a night. What are you talking about? You watch good about ugly any day of your life. You idiot. I've I've lots of other responsibilities like editing, uploading, and making clips for <laughs> this podcast. Because you don't know how to use a computer. I tried once and it didn't work straight away, so I don't do it. What song would you like to put on Inspired by the Conversation? Uh, I'm going to stick on the black Afrofuturist interpretation of Linus and Lucy. It is called Leroy and Lanisha by Kamazi Washington. Um, shout out to another song by Kamazi Washington called Youth, which I absolutely love. It's one of my favourites. He has an excellent years. song called Change in the Guard, which is the first track on the epic. And it's just like... It's ba- the whole uh, It's a three-disc... 157 minute long mm. jazz odyssey where he just does every type of jazz interpreted in his own way and he just goes here's everything i'm ever gonna have to say actually makes me struggle to enjoy some of his other stuff because i'm like man you've done the epic mm. you know it's, street fighter mass though that's great as well it's street a, fighter mass yeah he did a song that was, that i'm already in yeah it was supposed to be a, a jazz reimagining of what the movies in street fighter would sound like Oh my god! He's the baddest motherfucker going. You let's, got do me a, let's do a Kamasi episode. Yes, please. Um, do you hear what happened to his dad? Well, we'll cover that in the episode. Okay, good. Um, Sad stuff. What sh- shall we cover next week? Next week we are. <laughs> next week we're listening to the 1975. Oh, new record, Matty Healy. He's been in. He's been a busy boy. He's been doing loads of stuff. Been doing loads of stuff. Listen to his new record, which I believe is called. Being funny in a foreign language. Okay, cool. So we're going to listen to that. Um, we hope you had a very merry time with us. And we'll catch you in the new year to cover notorious, probably paedophile, Matty Healy. <laughs> Don't say that. And the ni- uh, alleged... Uh, it's not even alleged. I'm alleging it. Oh. Uh, the 1975. Enjoy an album. <laughs> Enjoy a Christmas. And this Christmas will be done by the time this comes out. Boxing Day. Enjoy your Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs>